start. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on the, uh, I think it's the 23rd. This will be broadcast in January, Tuesday the 23rd. And months going past already into the uh, the full first month of 2024. I'm sure lots have happened by the time this this airs. We've, we're airing this, uh, yep. Say say that say that again. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh nothing greater than that see your kids uh just you know pick it up to your kids grand now when you have grandkids same thing you know just their their desire their fun to seek god and and give it yeah joshua uh uh, you know, is at Baylor, and he's home now for the Christmas uh, holiday. And um, he is preparing him. I'm working with him. He's preparing, uh, and he's learned this, which is all by itself fun for me, is that um, he's got a group of people that he's discipling um, as a group. Um, and he's he's learned something really early that the best way to assist anybody is to get him into the Word of God. Uh, so he himself does that. He's in the Word of God. And then, of course, he wants to help it. So instead of what he does and then what, what we do in our ministry is what we don't do is just go buy a book and study the, study the book. Because you're reading somebody's then discussion of the scripture and you're focusing on what somebody says, not the word of God itself. Uh, Yeah, yeah, particularly when you're trying to grow in Christ uh, so that it has to be directly connected, which we'll talk about today with the Holy Spirit. So... What he said is, you know, I've been I've been processing through Micah, uh, and Micah, you know, is kind of a book of uh, challenge, 
that you're not really following me and here's why and here are the things I'd like you to reconsider and how to follow me. Um, and I said, well, yeah, repentance and then follow. And I said, well, I said, why do you, why are you led to, to do that? He said, well, um, the kids around me know something isn't right. Um, and they know that it seems like that a lot of people say they're following God, but they're not. And we don't think we are either. Um, and we've accepted things that probably aren't true and why we don't know. We, we need to know it. So he said, what I want to do is take them through that, go to the truth of it, and then say, how does that relate to our life and our time? And then how are we not following God? Which is pretty, pretty specific in that scripture, but it has to be understood. And then what does God say about that? And, he, and I said, okay, so uh, let's take that. Uh, work it through, uh, write down, and I, just what we said yesterday, write the verses down. What does this say to you? What, what is it starting to help you understand? Then we'll put it together in a way that both gets them to the truth of it by them getting into the word and then um, answering questions, how does it apply? And we'll let the Holy Spirit take it where it's gonna take it, you know, and He's having a great time doing it. Um, um, and, and my role is just, you go do the work and then I'll just process with you how to put it together so that you then can, you get in the word with your, with your buds. And, uh, and he's very excited about it because he knows that, you know, first of all, I get to hear God's voice as I process through it. I'm gonna help them hear God's voice. And he understands something. My role isn't to tell them what God says. <laughs> now, he's 19, he'll be 20 this next year, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right, that's right, yeah. Yeah, 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 and the and the uh, yeah. My question to him, and this is you know just because it's it's a it's one of those things where we rejoice is. So, you're telling me that your friends have a desire to to actually do do this? Yeah, they really want to do this. Uh, they don't know how to do it, uh, but they really want to do it, and so they're hungry for it. Yes. Um, and what it says is that I believe this, that there's a hunger developing because I think more and more people are recognizing something, is, something isn't right. Um, and is this all there is to the Christian life? And the answer is no, there's, there's a different way of abiding and hearing and walking. And the more and more like a Joshua that can, and the, the cool thing's gonna be with these kids that have a hunger, they're gonna learn it. And they will be then giving it away to others, and that's how it works. Um, and it's very exciting to me of uh, the proposition of that, um, and particularly that Joshua understands it, which is what our ministry is based on, is 
we don't have content to say, go do A, B, and C. It's rather get into the word, learn to get into the word, get, learn to hear God's voice, and let him guide and lead you into the beautiful life that he has planned for you, the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'll resolve all your issues. Are you going to have trouble? Yep. Are you going to have difficulty? Yep. Are you going to have adversity? Yeah. But you can have a grand life as I, as I do it. And, and what we do is everything we do. It's not about reading a book or reading content that we developed. It's we're just going to get in the Word of God because uh, it speaks on its own and it's true on its own. So it's kind of exciting to me to see my grandchildren understand that, both live it out and then starting to give it away. So it's kind of fun. Um, last time we talked about the scripture and then Kathy had a great question of, well, uh, it seems like... Um, People say they, they can't do it that way because they don't have any talent for it. And we talked about how to practice that. And we're going to reinforce that today with the conversation because it actually isn't up to us. It's rather to let the Holy Spirit do his work in us. So let's go and, and, and as he speaks, remember, it's being directed, spoken, processed through the Holy Spirit who is resident within us. So Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9 to 16. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to So um, Paul is giving this great description. He's talking to believers, um, and he's saying that um, he starts out in verse 9 and says, um, your ears and your eyes are incapable of understanding the things of God. So he says, um, as you approach the word, as you approach hearing from God, um, you can't approach it with just your intellect and your logic of, well, um, I can see this, I observe this, I can read this, um, I can look at cause and effect, pros and cons, uh, based on what I know, I should go do this. Um, he said, you're using your logic. And he said, You'll never receive the things of God if you limit it to your logic or filter everything through your logic. So we talked yesterday about the example of if you abide in the shelter of the Almighty, no evil will befall you. Your logic says, well, that's not true. Because you filtered it as a, 
as a primary uh, way of looking at it through your logic, um, you actually jump to verse 14. Read verse 14, and this is what it says about that. Go ahead and read that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the natural, he's saying, is, is, and that's why he starts the premise is, the natural is you doing things with your logic. Uh, well, the person with the logic cannot receive it because they consider it what? Foolishness. It's like, well, that's not true. Um, and so if you filter scripture, you filter what God is saying through logic, uh, you basically then consider a lot of what's said or done, uh, presented as foolishness. And when, what do you do with things that are foolish? You just ignore them. Uh, he said, so he says, you can't receive it that way. Uh, but he says uh, that God has uh, prepared what he wants to reveal to you. Okay, uh, the word reveal is critical. Uh, the word reveal, what does reveal mean just by itself? Yeah, I'm going to um, give revelation, I'm going to give understanding to something that you don't know. Um, I'm going to reveal to you, you know, something that's, that's a little bit deeper that you can't get on the surface with your own thinking. Uh, it's through a communication of revelation. And the only way that happens is through basically speaking. Um, and then, re and then uh, that revelation that comes that God's already prepared in advance to give you, which is why this is the beauty of the nature of God, is today, he said, if you have a heart to follow me today, and you have a, a heart to be, let me reveal things to you, let me speak to you, um, even though you've never done it before, based on where you are today, I've already prepared the things I want to reveal to you. And, I, and let's go. Um, and by the way, that can, that can change, so to speak. You, maybe you're in a different spot now than you were. Maybe if you would have done this a year ago, you would have had a different things prepared. Um, that's the beauty of the sovereignty of God. So it's not like I better get on the right path. He just says, no, are you ready to go? Based on where you are today and on the things you're facing today, I prepared what I want to show you. Let's go. But I had to reveal it to you and, and discuss it uh, so that you uh, understand it. So that, and again, think of this simple example. Uh, <laughs> in today's life, it's a little bit tough. But um, if you're working, let's say, a software program um, or you're having a, uh, your computer and something's not working, um, you try, you try, you try, it doesn't work. Okay, you know, you know what? I'm going to just call the company. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, that's not easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you call your son, you know, that, um, uh, but you talk to somebody, you know, uh, hey, Joshua, um, this ain't working. Uh, could you help me, you know, and okay, let me, 
because I because he you know the person that you finally get to or Joshua your son, I know more than you. Um, I'm not going to say to you go figure it out. That's why you that's why you're coming in the first place. It's could you could you reveal what am I missing here? Uh, what are we trying to understand? You know, um, I'll give you I'll give you a, a great example actually. Uh, my uh, outlook on uh, my computer, I got a new computer, it wasn't working. Um, and um, it says it's, it's working, but it wasn't. And, and then we did all this stuff. And I had an expert walk me through, tried something, didn't work. Did, you know, Peter came, tried something, didn't work, tried something, didn't work. You know? and, so they're, and they're playing with it and I'm watching it. I'm just, and by the way, I have no clue how it, how it, you know, what, what it's going to be to solve it. I'm just watching this, you know, and so they're, they're doing it. Um, and, uh, as they're doing it, uh, they're, uh, showed on the screen and he was just pushing buttons, you know, do this, do that. And he hit the billing button and up, up on the screen is my credit card to pay the bill. Well, I'm sitting there and, and I said, that's an old credit card. Uh, and Peter said, well, that doesn't make any difference. I said, I, maybe it does. I said, so let's go back there and uh, let's put in the new one. Uh, so, and the, and the expert says, it, it, this is not going to make any difference. Okay, uh, but let's try it. Okay, so... So we, he goes back, puts in the new one. As soon as he put in the new one, up pops a screen and says, you owe $31.44, which is nowhere to be seen ever. And I paid for the subscription, but there's a balance somehow due. And that's why nothing worked. Um, and so I said, okay, pay it. And let's see what happens, you know, and, you know, so they did and they, and it solved it and it all worked. Now they never said that that was a problem. They didn't say to fix it this way. Uh, it was try, try, re reveal, reveal. Hey father. And I'm praying, God, I need to know how to get this done. And they don't know how to do it. Uh, and all of a sudden, see, it just becomes like, huh, did you pay attention to this? Well, I'm trying to show you something, see, um, and because I don't know, and it needs conversation, and we dialogued with it. Uh, revelation, see, comes from discussion and spiritual things, and he says that it's a spiritual process with the Holy Spirit that I will give you my understanding, my revelation, and I need you to subordinate your intellect. Doesn't say throw it out the door. It just says subordinate it to not think you know everything or filter everything through it because you'll consider it foolishness, but rather show me I'm willing to receive more and get, get, to, get to the truth of it. And then read verse 12, which is really our posture. So read verse 12 on that. Okay, so first of all, he said God's desire is to freely give you all the revelation and it's a revelation about our stuff. 
I've prepared in advance to lead you and guide you in the life that you're on. Um, your role, he says, is to be a receiver. Um, and what I keep telling people all the time, including myself, don't be a go-getter. Don't be a figure this out. Um, it's I got it, I got it, I got it. I got to study, you know, the book of John and I got to get there. And no, uh, receive what he's saying. You know, uh, just like we talked yesterday, just write the verse out. What is it that I'm to receive? And then keep processing. Always be a receiver. Why? He's already prepared. What I, what I want to reveal to you today about the stuff of your life and about where I want you to go. Um, you stay in a receiving mode. Don't ever think you got to go figure this out. Um, I, was just ta- I was just talking with a CEO that's got a kind of a sticky, very sticky business situation in this involving family. And um, you know, I'm trying to understand. I better do this. Better do that. I said, okay, stop a second. I want you to take that word better and should out of your vocabulary. Um, you're trying to figure this out. I said, why don't you just back up a step, relax, and be a receiver of what God's prepared to reveal to you. And you don't have to figure it out. You just have to receive it. Why? He already knows the answer. And his job is to get you that answer. And I've already prepared the answer, but it's a spiritual thing. You got to listen. You can't figure this out. And as you hear and receive, you'll be able to process it. Um, And so everybody, we just say this, keep thinking and staying, I'm a receiver. All I have to do is receive. It's freely given. I got to process it. It's through him speaking to me, not me figuring it out logically. And he said, the reason for that is John 6, 63. What does he say? This is cool. 663. Okay, so he says, look, right here, um, your flesh, your intellect isn't going to get there. It profits nothing. My words that I'm speaking to you are spirit and life. And see, this is what we're trying to go deeper with is that these aren't just good ideas. It isn't just truth. Okay, I'm supposed to perform it. But rather the very word itself that God speaks as, he, as we abide is spirit and the spirit has the life and the power to it. It does the transformation. It does the leading. It that has meaning to it. That's why is all scripture true? Yes. Is all scripture meant to be studied at the same time? No. Why? because it's not all spirit and life. It's only my words that I'm revealing to you now that I prepared for your situation. And so it's like, and that's why you and I say, and people have heard us, you got a situation, you got an issue, you got a thing, what do we say? What do you got to say about this? Let's let's go find out. Um, And those words will be spirit and life. They have power in themselves. It's revelation, it's, it's, it's truth. It's, it's things that start to settle in. And he says, now, by the way, he said, the beautiful thing is it's me, not you. So go to 2 Corinthians 3, 4 to 6. So um, he says the sufficiency, the competency to receive is from who? 
from God. Um, he said it's not dependent on you. So that, and this is true, we think of you know the most uh, fantastic. This is really good news. Uh, that um, you know we think of well Billy Graham and Henry Blackaby and you know your pastor and well those guys yeah they're gifted and uh, they can receive it. And God says, well, actually, their ability to receive it is no different than yours. Um, the sufficiency is from me, not from them. And they're not more skilled at it. It's all about, do you have a heart to receive it? And, and then and we get to experience this all the time with people that are, you know, we, we, we experience in our retreats. When people come to our retreats, they generally don't spend much time in the, in the scriptures. They have not heard God's voice. And they don't know what this looks like. And in, in Friday night, Saturday, and by Sunday, they have all heard God's voice. And they recognize, and everybody in the room recognizes, well, gosh, that wasn't based on you. It was based on him, wasn't it? Yeah. Everybody had the same ability. Yes. Why? It's from him, not from you. Uh, and so when you start to see that good news, hallelujah, let's go. Um, I mean, I can hear God's voice now. Yep. Do I have to be uh, three years down the road? Nope. Uh, let's just go. God will do it because efficiency is from him. And he said, there's really a key to it. If you read it as law, what does it do in verse six? Yeah. Um, so that if you read the scriptures as law, it actually kills off the power of the Holy Spirit to reveal the words, the truth, the life that he has, because he said, if you do it as spirit, it's life. Um, and so he said, you know, don't go to thinking you have to be obedient by law. Rather, keep pursuing it is what is it saying? What do you have to show me? What revelation do you give me? What understanding do you give me? And I'm going to stay with it and let the life of it come as opposed to me figuring it out and trying to perform it. And he said, it's a way different. The way I'm gonna to speak to you is life. It's not gonna be judgment. It's not gonna be law. Uh, it's gonna be this beautiful thing of my sufficiency. So think about it. The beauty of it is what? I just have to have a heart to go. That's, that's it. And today, if you have a heart to go, you can hear God's voice and what we would urge you to do is take something that you're interested in in scripture or where you've been recently, write the verse out longhand. What does it say to you? You'll start seeing, oh, that's what, it, that's what it's like. Yes, you know, and by the way, as you have, if you need some assistance, you know, email us uh, uh, and, and we'll answer the question or get the courses and get in a group and together, you'll start to realize, man, is this nothing but fun uh, to hear God's voice. And guess what? You know what? It has nothing to do with me. It's, it's his sufficiency. I'm as equally capable as anybody else. Hallelujah, right? No. No. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, well, Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, the truth of it that uh, you will reveal uh, we are to be receivers uh, the words are spirit and life. Uh, your sufficiency is the one that brings it, and we just need to receive it as life. So I pray that we'll recognize the beauty of it, uh, the wonder of it, 
and the freedom of that, that we would enjoy it to the full. And we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. All right, see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.